Bless up family, this is Natalie Rise and you are tuned to the highest frequency, the Grow From Your Heart podcast with Rasta Jeff. Yeah, big up yourself every time, Rasta Jeff, Iri Genetics. This is the place you want to be. You know, you got to grow from your heart to know from your heart. So keep it locked. The Grow From Your Heart podcast starts now. All right, here we go. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Rasta Jeff. This is episode 814 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a fun show lined up for us. In this episode, I'm going to give away free seeds. That's right, hang out. We'll talk later about the free seeds. Before I get too far, I do want to apologize. I said that I would be back last week with a fresh episode, and I did not put out a show. I went and saw my favorite band, Fish, in Denver for four days, and when I came back, my voice was raspy, my voice was harsh. You did not want to listen to a podcast with that voice, so I waited a week. You've got quality content this week. I do apologize again for the delay. Big thank you to everybody who checked in, all of the people that said, hey, bro, there's no podcast this weekend. Are you safe? Are you okay? Bro, I just needed some time off, had to recover the throat, recover the voice. We are back in action. Thank you for checking on me. I also want to send a big shout out to all of the people I bumped into at the Fish concert. If you walked past me and gave me a high five, a fist bump, or stopped and gave me a hug, or maybe even hung out for a few seconds, thank you. It was great to meet all of my friends at the show that I had not met yet. Each and every one of you did make the Fish weekend that much better. So thank you. It was great to see and meet all of you. And once again, I'm going to say this. If you were at the Fish concerts and you saw me and you didn't come say hi, Bro, what's up? Don't be so shy. Come say hi next time. I love meeting my friends at Fish Concerts. Come say hi. Come shake my hand. Come give me a fist bump. Come give me a hug. Come buy me a piece of lot pizza. You never know what could happen. I might have a package of seeds in my back pocket. I may bust them out and give them to you just for being at the Fish Show with me and making the weekend that much better. I do want to give a shout out to all of my friends I saw there, old friends, new friends, uh, people that I only see at fish concerts, people I mostly only talk to online. It was great to see all of you. I was given a package of seeds by a fellow breeder who found me on the parking lot. Thank you for those. I don't want to try to list the people that I saw because I will skip and forget somebody and that will make me feel bad. So if we bumped into each other, if we spent any time together at the fish concerts this weekend, big fist bump, big shout out, big hug. Thank you for making it an incredible weekend. All right, let's move forward from talking about fish. We talked about my funky voice. Let's talk about the other thing people have been asking about, the iRedirect website. iRedirect has been down for approximately a month, maybe six weeks by the time this episode comes out. A lot of people are asking, where is the website? I have to do some changes and make some adjustments to the website and to the business structure. That's really all I can talk about right now, but have no fear. iRedirect will be back, and I do promise when it comes back, I'll make a huge announcement here on the podcast, and I will also send out a newsletter on my MailChimp newsletter. If you're not already signed up for the newsletter, I highly recommend you go to my website, iregenetics.com. iregenetics is still up. It is still strong, still functioning. Go to iregenetics.com. There's a part on the bottom where it says keep in touch or stay up to date. If you type in your email address in there, hit send. That will add you to the newsletter. When I send out a newsletter, you will be included in that message and you will know when iredirect is back in action. So make sure you join the newsletter at iregenetics.com. 
Also, if you are shopping for seeds and you need to get Irie Genetic seeds right away and you do not want to wait for Irie Direct to be rebuilt, have no fear. There are plenty of options. My other website, iriegenetics.com, is still fully functional. It is up right now. You can go to iriegenetics.com. There's a tab that says vendors. If you click on that vendor tab, a list of seed vendors will pop up. Those vendors are authorized and certified vendors of iRegenetics Premium Seeds. Many of those vendors will have some things in stock and not others. The other vendors will have some things and not others. They've got mixed and matched inventory. Some are sold out of some things. Some have lower and some prices on other items. It is up to you to do the shopping and find the packs and the pricing which you are looking for. But there are many vendors available on the iRegenetics website. Simply click on that vendor tab and that will take you to all of the vendor links. I also want to send a big shout out to my friends at seedsherenow.com for being the vendor of the month. All right, where do we go from there? We talked about the website. The website will be back, you guys. Thank you for being patient. That leads me into the next part, which is Patreon. I was promising Patreon contributors who contribute $25 a month or more a free pack of seeds. They were getting those seeds through iRedirect. I was giving you a coupon. You could go to iRedirect and order it right there. Unfortunately, iRedirect collapsed right at the same time I started doing this idea. So if you are owed a pack of seeds from Patreon, please do send me a message. You can send that message either on Patreon or to my email at growfromyourheart@hotmail.com. Make sure you include your address and I will be sure to get your free seeds out for your Patreon contribution. Once again, thank you to everybody who does contribute to the Patreon campaign. Once again, that is patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Everybody who contributes $25 a month or more in the month of, where are we, September? Yes, everybody who contributes that much, 25 or more in the month of September, will receive a free 10-pack of White Chapel Premium Seeds. These are the regular seeds that would be sold on the website, the same seeds you would get from a vendor. It is a 10-pack in the premium packaging. It is quality premium seeds. You're getting a regular inventory pack of White Chapel for your $25 contribution to Patreon. So big thank you to everybody who contributes. And once again, if you have not gotten your package or a tracking number, please do reach out. Send me a message on Patreon or send me a message via email at growfromyourheart@hotmail.com. Also, since I'm talking about seeds that I may owe to people, if you still have not received your seeds that you have won as prizes on this show, please do send me an email with the word seeds in the subject line. Include your address and the episode number which you won your seeds on, and I will promptly get those seeds out to you. All right, now that gives me a perfect segue into my next update. If you feel like I owe you a pack of seeds because I read your message here on the show and promised you a free pack of seeds as a prize, if you still have not received those prizes, please send me an email. In that email, in the subject line, put prizes, and please do include your shipping address with a real name. And along with that, please do include the episode number in which you won those seeds. I'm just going to go make sure that I'm sending seeds to the correct people. I've got the uh, emails printed out. I'm just going to go make sure you're giving me the right name, the right email address. Then I'll get those seeds shipped out to you. I do know that some people have been skipped and some people are probably wondering where their seeds are. I apologize for that. I thought I had a better method of keeping track of those uh, expectations and those packages I promised. And I realized recently I skipped a few and I have failed. I'm taking full accountability for that. I apologize. I'm going to correct it and I will get those packages out as soon as possible. I do realize now that the, uh, the plan, the method that I had for getting those out simply wasn't working. I was missing messages. I will fix it. I will get them out. Like I said, please send me an email with your name, your shipping address, the episode that you won, 
And once again, when you send me a shipping address, please put a real name on your shipping address. It doesn't have to be your real name, but I don't want to send seeds to uh, Ganja Bob 5000 or Bong Ripper 420. Or if you got the word bong or ganja or plants or weed or the number 420 in your name, please don't do that. That is very suspicious to the post office. They know your name is not Ganja Bob 420. All that does is make them wonder what Ganja Bob 420 is getting mailed to them and what the white guy with dreadlocks sent to them. So help us help each other out. When you send me your address, please send me a real name or at least a name that doesn't look suspicious so we can get your package to you safely. All right, I think we covered all of the news and the updates here at the start of the show. Let's talk about some new cannabis content. Quite often I get an email asking a very similar line of questions. People are confused about something and I want to clear it up here on the podcast. On many seed vending, seed selling websites, you will see that we state that our seeds do not contain THC. Cannabis seeds or hemp seeds, if you will, or any seeds for that matter, do not contain any THC. The reason that we list that on the websites is because that is why it is legal to ship seeds to you through the mail. If those seeds contained cannabinoids, if there was any testable, uh, detectable THC within those seeds, we would not be allowed to sell and or ship those seeds to our customers. So the reason the website says that the seed itself does not contain any THC is because the seed itself does not contain any THC. There seems to be some confusion because the outcome that comes from those seeds should, may, and will be vastly different than what the seed actually contains. So we are able to send you the seed because it does not contain any illegal compounds. You have to get that seed. Then, depending on where you live, the laws and regulations in your location, and the amount of dedication you want to put into this project, if you choose to grow those plants, that is up to you, then maybe they will produce detectable traceable cannabinoids. So the seeds you are buying do not contain THC. They've got less than 0.3% THC, which makes them able to be sold online and shipped to your door. Once you receive those seeds, it is up to you what you do with them. Many people keep them as a souvenir, as a novelty collectible, as a preservation kit is what they call it. So the seeds we are sending you do not contain THC. If they took all of the seeds you bought and put them in a grinder and ground them up and ran them through a test, they will not find any THC, which makes them legal for us to sell and ship to you. Once you get the seeds, that is your responsibility. The seeds are sold. If you're in an illegal location where you should not grow, those seeds are sold to you as a souvenir, as a novelty, as a collector item, or as a genetic preservation kit. If cannabis does become legal in your area at some point, or if you relocate to a place where those seeds are legal, then at that point you can grow them out and make the adult legal decision to cultivate those seeds. At that time, that is when the cannabinoids will come into play. If you grow that plant correctly, you should reach the potential of the cannabinoids available in that plant. But what we are sending you will not contain any THC. So when you see that on the website and it says these seeds contain 0% THC, we're not saying it's going to grow something that will not contain THC. We're saying what we are sending you has no THC. It's up to you to make that THC happen or do not make it happen if you are in an illegal location. So I just want to make that clear. I understand that can be confusing. At one part of the website, it'll say 0% THC. And then in another part of the website, potentially 30% THC. It looks like a contradiction. It makes sense if you realize we're talking about the seed itself is THC free. You've got to do the work and create the THC, like I said, if you are in 
a legal location. All right, podcast world, I feel like I've caught up on the business part of the show. Now it is time to segue into everybody's favorite portion of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. That, of course, is the Grow Help question part of the show. I've got a bunch of great questions here in front of me. These questions come from my website at iregenetics.com. If you go to my website, there's a list of tabs at the top. One of them does say questions or grow help. If you click on that tab, you will be sent to a little form. That form has a few basic questions like, are you growing indoors? Are you growing outdoors? If you go to the website and you fill out that Grow Help tab and you send me a question and I read your question here on the podcast, that means you win a free pack of Irie Genetics Premium Seeds. So the first question on today's episode came from my new friend, Michael. Michael, it is great to meet you. Thank you for the great question. Michael, please do send me your shipping address because I owe you a free pack of Irie Genetics Premium Seeds. Michael's grow question goes just like this. It says, hey, Rasta Jeff. How do we know that the seeds we buy from you, that the parents do not have hop latent viroid? That is a very good question, a very hot topic. I do have a very good answer. Before I give you the solid, short, concise answer, let me ramble a little bit and talk about hop latent viroid. Many people may not know what this virus or this viroid is. Recently, this virus has been plaguing groves all over the place. I thought it was in California. Recently, I discovered that a friend with a commercial cultivation in New Mexico tested positive for this virus. So it has moved into New Mexico, which means it is probably all over the place. Uh, Growers like to send clones all over the place. We share clones. We trade clones. So this is going to become a very dangerous problem. Clones are going to get all over the place. This disease is going to be spread very quickly. So this is a virus. This virus makes our plants, they look like they're healthy. They look like they're fine. Then when you put them into flower, they kind of dud out. They don't make big buds. They don't make big flowers. Uh, Sometimes they show other symptoms, but the main sign of the hoplite and viroid is that your plant that used to put out three pounds per light now barely puts out one pound per light. It doesn't grow worth a shit. It's always going to have problems. It's always going to look sad. It's going to look droopy. It's going to look frustrated and you can't figure out why. That means you need to test that plant for hop latent viroid. It's a virus that came from the hops. It transferred to the ganja plants and knew we are spreading it all over the place. This virus can be spread by plant saps and plant tissues. So when we're cutting clones or doing defoliation or just topping plants, when you cut a plant, you cut the plant with the scissors, the juice from that plant, the inside of that plant is now on your scissors. You go to cut another plant. Guess what you just did? You just transferred that virus from one plant to the other that quickly, that easily. Another way that the virus transfers very easily and very quickly is through water. The virus can survive in water for quite some time. So what will happen is we're going to cut a clone. We're going to put it in the easy cloner. You're going to cut another clone, put it in the easy cloner. That water is going to stir around. Now, guess what? Every cut in your easy cloner is now contaminated with hop latent viroid. So this virus is very easy to spread. The main problem is that this virus is also nearly impossible to eradicate. The only way that we know of to get rid of this virus so far is through tissue culture. And I only know one person who has successfully removed the virus from their plants through tissue culture. Now, with all of that fear and hype being said, it is completely understandable that people who are purchasing seeds should be very concerned that the seeds they are purchasing do not come from parent plants that contain hop latent viroid. I've been doing a little bit of reading. 
Some scientists do say that the virus will transfer into the seeds. Some people say it will be in some of the seed. Some people will say it will be in a lot of the seed. Some people say it will not pass to the seed at all. I do not have the credentials to have an opinion on that. I honestly don't have the education, the schooling. Uh, I have no business even having an opinion on if that virus will pass to the seed. What I do know is that I do not have any plants in my grow that contain hoplatin viroid. How can I be sure of that? Because there are multiple labs across our country that do test our plants for hoplatin viroid. The only way anybody can be sure that their plants do not have hoplatin viroid is to have them tested. And I have had every plant in my garden tested by two of the major leading hoplatin viroid testing facilities in the United States. In my opinion, they're the two most popular and two most reliable testing facilities. Every plant in my garden has been tested for hoplatin viroid. Every clone that comes in now is tested for hoplatin viroid before it is allowed to enter the general population. I've got a little area set up, a little quarantine area. If you give me a clone, sell me a clone. If I find a clone, if it falls out of the sky, that clone lands in my quarantine area. I immediately, I've got backup tests on hand. I should have had one here uh, at the table, but they're in my grow space, honestly. I have tests. Every time I order a test from, uh, I actually have been using Farmer Freeman. Farmer Freeman does not pay me. They do not sponsor me. Uh, I buy my testing kits just like a civilian. I order them online. They come in the mail. I order extra, so I've always got a couple on hand. Anytime I get a new plant, that plant goes directly into my quarantine area. It's just a little tiny area with a very small light, but it's a little isolation booth so I can find out if that plant's got problems before I put it into general population and infect my entire garden. Uh, I started doing this watching for bugs, but now we're also watching for viruses. So the plant comes in and immediately I grab a testing kit off the shelf. I've got a few extras on the shelf. I grab one up, I label it, I date it. Um, there are three envelopes in the testing kit. You open up an envelope, you put a leaf in there. You open up a, all three envelopes, get a leaf from different parts of the plant. So they are different ages. Uh, the virus will move through different parts of the plant at different speeds. You could test one branch. It may not have any virus. You test another branch. It could be fully loaded with viral load. Uh, also, I send in a small piece of root sample, about a two to three inch a little piece of roots off of each plant that gets tested that gets sent in with the leaf material. From what I understand and what I have read, many times you will get a negative test on a leaf sample, but the virus will be present in the roots is the main way to determine if that plant's got the virus. So if you do choose to test, make sure you are doing a root sample test when looking for HLV. So basically that is the short and long answer of how I can assure you that none of the seeds you are purchasing from me will contain hoplite and viroid because I have lab tests for every plant in my garden and sometimes randomly. So if I get a new clone and I decide to test uh, this clone right here and I've got two or three tests sitting around, I'll test that one. But since I've got to pay for shipping, I'll grab another plant randomly in the grow and grab leaves off of that and do a test on that one also. There's a procedure to be done. I don't use the same gloves, don't use the same scalpel. Everything is cleaned between testing. But what I'm getting at is if I'm sending one test, I just also send another test. It's like looking around the grow room, seeing who gets a, a UA today. So basically, if I'm testing this new plant, why not grab another plant in the garden and just give it a random test so that we can just randomly test plants and make sure that everything is clean. So if I'm testing a new plant, I'll look in the veg room or the mom room and I'll go that one today and I'll change gloves and I'll clean everything up. There is a procedure to be done. 
but I will test another plant at the same time. I've got to pay for shipping. I got to send them off to Farmer Freeman. So why not give him two plants to test instead of just one? Just a little bit of redundancy in the testing to make sure uh, there is no virus. I want to be responsible and make sure that I am not spreading a virus to any of the people buying my seeds. So that is how I am making sure to be extra careful to not spread any viruses. I am having my plants tested as soon as they come in. And then I also randomly test everything every few weeks. Uh, everything will get tested uh, within six to eight weeks. Every plant will have a test every six to eight weeks. I don't do everything all at once. Uh, that's expensive and it seems like a lot of tests to go pull. I just do a couple every week or whenever a new clone comes in. That way I can just kind of stay in the rotation and make sure that everything is clean. So that's how I can assure you that none of the seeds you're going to receive from me have viruses because I am doing my due diligence and I am testing every single plant that comes into my garden. Also, I recently sprouted a bunch of seeds. I'm not sure how much I've talked about that here on the podcast. I sprouted a bunch of seeds that I bred. I sprouted a bunch of seeds from other breeders and friends. They all look great. They look magnificent. When they get a little bit bigger, I'm going to also randomly test a few of those plants that came from seed just for fun. And also in the future, there will be a test to actually test a batch of seeds for the presence of virus. The problem with that is the seeds have to be destroyed. So the way we would do it is uh, if you bred, let's just say you bred a thousand seeds, you'd take 20 or 30% of them and actually donate those for testing purposes. And then if that virus shows up in any of those, we've got to test a lot more and we know that it's in there. If you don't see it, then we're going to have faith that if it's not in 20 to 30% of the seeds, it should not be present. It's come from, the tests have come from both parents and the seeds eventually. That is almost triple redundancy. So that, my friends, is how you can rest assured that you will not get any viruses from my seed line. So my new friend, Michael, we are testing everything for hoplite and viroid. And in the future, we will also be testing the seeds. That, my friend, is how you can rest assured that none of the seeds you buy from me will contain hop latent viroid. All right, my buddy, Michael, once again, please do send me your address and I will get you a pack of Irie Genetics premium seeds in the mail as soon as possible. All right. I've got another great question in front of me. This one also came from the Grow Help tab on the Irie Genetics website. This one came from our friend who wants to be called Mr. Awesome Badass. What's up, Mr. Awesome Badass? It is good to meet you. I probably will not call you that if we do hang out in person. We're going to have to adjust that. The question, however, goes a lot like this. It says, yo, Rasta Jeff. I found you after your appearance over at Cannabuzz. That was a great interview. Yo, big shout out to my friends at Cannabuzz for uh, having a great social media platform and for doing amazing interviews every single week. One week, they even did two interviews. You guys are killing it out there. Shout out to all of my friends who are on Cannabuzz and the folks that run Cannabuzz. Let me keep moving. It says, I've recently gotten into growing Cannabonsai as a hobby, and I'm now on the hunt for a strain that works well with this type of growing. Yield and terps are not necessarily the goal with creating these works of art. So let me talk about canna bonsai. Have you guys seen, most of the time a ganja plant will grow straight up, they'll kind of branch out. Have you seen the guys that are shaping it the exact way that they want? They're doing bonsai technique to their ganja plant. Uh, it is not commercially viable. It's not uh, productive, but if you want to have a nice project and a nice hobby and have some good smoke for yourself at the end, this is a beautiful hobby, a very zen experience. So that is what a can of bonsai is. They're basically shaping the plant, manipulating the plant through pruning, maybe through tying it back, through pulling it down and holding it down certain ways, but they are bonsaiing their ganja plant. Now, let me keep going. It says, uh, yield and terps are not necessarily the goal in creating these works of art. Uh, that's understandable. 
Uh, it says, my question is, have you come across a strain that not only can handle tiny pots, but also can handle crazy training that these bonsai girls will go through? Something that stays pliable longer than most. Yes, I understand exactly what you're asking for. Uh, as some plants age, they do get woody. They start off really green, really pliable, really flexible. And as they get older, uh, they get more brown, I guess, is the way to describe it. And they get drier, they get snappier, and they don't bend as easily as they did before. That's just a trait of some plants. Yes, I do have some recommendations that will work very well for your bonsai idea. The first one I rec want to recommend, it may be kind of hard to find because it was mainly given away as a freebie, but the Tangy Ripper will do amazingly with this technique. Another one that would work very well for you is the Sunkiss. That also has that platinum tangy uh, female in there. The tangy ripper, the platinum on the Sunkiss have the same mom. Also, I'm going to recommend Orangegasm for this project. If you spread that Orangegasm out and shape it into the bonsai and then put it into flower, you're going to get giant bonsai buds. Uh, it's going to stay nice and pliable for you so you can work with it and it won't go too crazy in that small pot. So I think all of the things that derive from the platinum tangy will work very well for this idea. I would also recommend bubble goat for this project and bubble goat is readily available. The bubble goat and the orange gasm are both readily available at many seed vendors. You should have no problem getting those, but the orange gasm, the bubble goat, what was the other one? Sunkiss and the tangy ripper are the strains I would definitely recommend for your bonsai project. Uh, my friend, Mr. Awesome Badass. Oh, he wraps it up with, uh, Thanks for what you do. I enjoy the show. Hey, my friend, thank you for the great question. I'm glad I was able to guide you into the right direction for bonsaiing plants. And also for you folks out there that use a trellis or like to manipulate the plants a lot, all of those strains will work great for the trellis and manipulation as well. All of the platinum tangy crosses and most of the golden goat crosses are going to handle bending, popping, twisting, snapping, and manipulation like this very well. So my friend, Mr. Awesome Badass, once again, thank you for the great question. And again, please do send me your address with a real name so I can send you a free pack of Irie Genetics Premium Seeds. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my voice is doing something weird. Instead of torturing us both with me sounding like crap, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Thank you for hanging out for a quick episode. Please do support my Patreon campaign at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Make sure you check out my website, iregenetics.com. If you have any questions, please do send me an email. The email address is growfromyourheartathotmail.com. Of course, keep those grow specific questions on the Grow Help tab. That way you can win the free packs of seeds. Anything else, reach out. The address is growfromyourheartathotmail.com. I do look forward to hearing from you. I do apologize for wrapping it up so abruptly. My throat started to hurt and it kind of burns and my voice sounds like shit. There's no need to continue. We put out a good show. I'll be back in seven days with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout out to my friend Blue Kiss. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Big up yourself every time, Rusty Jeff.
another dab. Grab your piece in and hug up on the back. Ross and Jeff is in the lab. Sit back, hug them up, we relax. Hold up.